Welcome to another episode of Laughter the Club. I am Jeanette. I will be your host, your reluctant host this evening once again. And I am currently joined by the one, the only, the... Where the hell have you been, Mr. Barrett? You gotta do it better than that. Duval! Well, at the moment, I can't think of a sports fan that seems to be riding a higher high than you. You know, your Georgia Bulldogs seem to be for real. Red Sox and the Braves are rolling. They're they're behind, and they gotta win. Their fate's in their own hands. But we could potentially have a Red Sox-Braves World Series. True, true. And of course, you know, last week, that momentous, earth-shattering cross-Atlantic victory by your Jacksonville Jaguars. That, in and of itself, was amazing. First win of the season. Urban Meyer, I'm not ready to say something good about him, but I'm ready to talk neutral. The barometer has shifted from somewhat negative to slightly less negative. You're not all the way there on optimism and hope, and I believe in this man, but your 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 doubt has been lessened after that one win. No, actually, my doubt has not been lessened. I still think <laughs> he's going to leave after this first year. Um, we're probably going to pick within the top 10 because we always do. And then the real process begins. That Yeah, all we have is speculation and you know what, it's other people's money. Apparently, it's, you know, it's much easier to hire and fire coaches than it is to acquire quality talent and develop it. So uh, we'll have to circle back to that. When's, when's the next year's draft? April? That's when I'm really going to be hyped, Jeanette. So we'll be able to come around back to that. So I don't know if you caught the YouTube live that they did for game five of the ALCS with Mike Schur. With Mike Schur. That was amazing. I saw, I saw, I was like passively watching it while I kind of dozed off, but I saw a good (laughs) amount of it. I saw, I saw a good amount of it before that really started happening. Yeah. So the part that really, um, that I kind of had a question on was uh, you know I believe Billy was asking him like uh, about dressing up for Halloween and Mike sure says that he's been dressing up as a bumblebee for the last couple years but it started as a com- I guess a complete bumblebee outfit and then he's lost bits and pieces of it but he still wears I guess like the body when he goes out and to me, I was just like, shouldn't Mike Schurz go to Halloween costume be Moe's Shroot? Or is that like the thing of athletes where you can't wear your own jersey in public? Like he just thinks that would just be like completely out of bounds, totally asshole move to go to his neighbors and show up as Moe's. So I'm thinking that he's done that before, at least once. And mm-hmm. it's only something that you can do once in like, the right circumstance so that's why i don't think that he brought it up because it was a one-time gig you know and you don't really think about those so much but you're talking about athletes wearing their own jerseys did you see that picture of Kyrie? that wasn't him at the, the which picture are you talking about oh i got fooled by the internet i don't know i barely get on twitter so Kyrie's not getting vaccinated? No. Okay, first of all, that was a Celtics Kyrie Irving jersey. 
Oh my god, I'm really getting fooled by the internet. So this is this is a uh, two teams ago or one team ago. So oh my no. god, please. Oh my god, no. No, that you were definitely fooled by the internet, my friend. I'm sorry. Yeah, that one went viral. It's uh it's a guy wearing um a Kyrie Irving Celtics jersey and he's sitting in a chair going to go get the it seems like the COVID vaccine and the back of the chair says Pfizer. <laughs> but it's not him. If there's an athlete who's going to wear their own jersey, it's Kyrie. And nobody else would do that. But I definitely got fooled by the internet. Hello, Capo. How are you? Welcome, Capo. Well, all right. I, after I said, hey, uh, I, if you guys need any help, let me. I can join the night. My head started hurting, so we're going to see if I can do this from the dark. It looks crazy, though, don't it? A little bit. But in this conversation of athletes that would wear their own jerseys and not think twice about it, I would nominate, even though he doesn't have a jersey, but if he did, I he would totally do it, Conor McGregor. He wants you to know that he's there. So if there was MMA jerseys or if, you know, when he threw out that disastrous first pitch, (laughs) you know, a couple months ago, uh, yeah, he was turning around town in that, in that Jersey. So he would definitely do it. You know, the whole notorious and whatnot. Yeah. He would be number 99, right? Also like Conor McGregor is a number 99. I'm a number 99. I spot out a number 99. Conor McGregor, that man's full of himself. He's a 99. Out of everything that he's done in his entire life, this is such a great answer because it, you're so right. Out of everything he's done in his life, he's never felt cooler than when he was walking into the arena wearing the Draymond, or not the Draymond Green. Who was it? Uh, oh, wow. I can't remember. It was Draymond's number, but it was older. Uh, it was the old, older Warrior jersey. It wasn't, it wasn't Baron Davis. I don't think Baron Davis was the same number as... Uh, as him but man he's never felt cooler than that that was a good ending we are also welcomed right now by mr aaron how are you bud it's been a while good well yeah you haven't been present well yeah no i'm saying like how are you it's been a while well i've been good yeah me too that's good bud you got a lopic i'll come up with something i got a lopic and and i think that this is the perfect panel for it to be honest well let's open this one up and then we'll go to your next one barrett so capo aaron if you guys have anybody else that you would like to nominate uh please let me think on this one athletes that would wear their own like after retirement or like while playing or yeah either or like barrett said kyrie irving he he Mm. wouldn't you know and i said even though that he doesn't have a jersey i said conor mcgregor let me see I think I think Mahomes walks around in his Chiefs jersey. Oh, no. no, him or his brother? What? Him or his brother? <laughs> his brother walks around. Yeah, jersey. no, absolutely. Jackson Mahomes walks around in a Pat Mahomes jersey. That absolutely happens. <laughs> yeah, it probably does. You think one of them wears the State Farm uh, State Farm shirt underneath? Yes, yes, absolutely. Tony LaRusa. <laughs> oh my god. At at a, at a games wearing his old jersey. <laughs> no, I, I could see him just walking around with his full manager costume on. He's out back in yeah. the house in, in his jersey and he sees his gate open and his dog's going towards the open gate and you see him just run front across his yard in his jersey. <laughs> 
the scoot. <laughs> I bet he still has a scoot in him. I, I guarantee he still has a scoot in him when his dogs are getting away. You haven't seen that video, Barry? I don't know. I just got fooled by the internet with that Kyrie picture. Okay. No, I didn't see I'll, that video. I'll, I'll find you that one. It was um, It was a fight between, I believe, the Astros and the White Sox. And here he comes to, like, break up the fight. And it, it's the I got a pee run. Like, oh, my it gosh, I got, a pee, I got a pee, I got a poop run. That's what he did. It looks like, envision what you imagine, like, whenever they announce over the loudspeakers at a nursing home that the catfish is ready to be eaten <laughs> on, like, Fish Friday. And all the old people scooting to the line. Walkers going a little bit quicker, not really touching the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah, th- their feet, their feet just kind of like hover above the ground, very ever so slightly. Yeah, that's what it looks like. <laughs> that's the best. That's the best example I can come up with. Looks really good, though. I'm trying to think <laughs> of another athlete. Gronk. Oh my <laughs> god! After he retires, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or or tomorrow, <laughs> get one. <laughs> He's not playing on Sunday, so he wears it. So, Barrett, what is your second lopic for the evening? So this might come off as a little look at me, Larry, because I just got my very first show retweet, and I'm kind of going to talk about <laughs> that a little bit. But not exactly. I'm not going to talk about it. I just want to talk to y'all about fart etiquette. <laughs> all right? Because don't get, don't get me wrong. I love a good fart, and I will laugh. At a well-timed, awesome-sounding fart. Like, farts are funny. And there's some times that you just can't do it. I'm not ripping one in an elevator. And I'm not ripping one in a small-ass radio studio. (laughs) Like what we heard a couple days ago. So you draw the line at confined spaces with questionable or non-existent ventilation. Questionable spaces and then also know yourself and if you like ate something you know like don't whip don't don't do something that's gonna make everyone question that you just shat yourself that's that's my other other line everybody has that one buddy who is like eager to lift their leg up and then <laughs> something comes out and you're everyone's looking at him and he's like nah that was good you know that's I'm not that friend. I'll laugh at a fart, but please, that friend takes it that too sound. much. Whoever edits this, please clip the sound Barrett just made. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I'm not that friend. I'll laugh at a fart, but please, that friend takes clip it that too sound. much. Whoever edits this, please clip the sound Barrett just made. <laughs> that's my that's my good old boy lifting his leg up laughing. That's what that is. I laugh whenever somebody farts at any time because I have no self-control. Oh, my God. So do you just rip ass in an elevator? No, I said when someone else does it. I don't. Like, for instance, even if I'm in the bathroom and somebody's in the stall and they let one rip, I have to, like, cover my face up because I just crack up. (laughs) Like, they're in there. They're in the bathroom because it's the one safe place where it's acceptable to fart. And yet I still have no self-control to stop myself from laughing. Yeah, it's because they're funny. Stay they are. Up. Farts are funny. It's it's a, it's an undeniable fact. 
but I think there needs to be rules established that are are aren't talked about enough. Don't fart at a funeral. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm going to one tomorrow. Oh no, noted. Yeah, don't fart there. <laughs> that was a Marty Schottenheimer moment there. Oh, I'm going to one tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> well, I think uh, you know the other one. Because um, this is kind of like unwritten rules or or something like that, where it would be on a first date, oh, right? Oh, uh, yes. So, and or, yeah, or it should just be anytime you're trying to make a good impression. So, first date, job interview, meeting meeting the parents when you're getting you married, when you're up at the altar getting married. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. Don't have yeah, but what if you're nervous? Don't what have you, coffee I, You're beforehand. probably nervous as hell getting married. Here's the thing about that, though. As long as you don't have a mic right beside you and it's not super loud, you can do it because no one's paying attention. Well, a guy can do it because no one pays attention to the dudes. The groom's just there for like, because somebody has to stand on the other side. Nobody gives a shit about him. Speaking of shit, I think it also would depend on the color suit that the groom and his groomsmen are wearing because if you're going light colors dangerous game but if you're wearing a darker color then toot away my friend maybe it's because i'm just a huge south park fan and i've been conditioned this way for 20 plus years but every single place that you just said don't fart sounds like a very funny place for somebody to fart like i can no yeah i see terrence and philip in a church and they're saying their vows, and one of them jumps up and farts in the other one's face. Like that's that's the vision I had when you said don't fart while you're getting married. Like, yeah, yeah, but cap, but cap. If you're sitting there on the altar, are you just gonna fucking lift your leg and let out a horn while your lady's walking down the aisle? Again, no one's paying attention to you. <laughs> you got the duck in here. <laughs> You could be the friend or the person that when it's like, does anybody object? And that could be your moment to just, you know, <laughs> if, if you were if you were invited and you know that, that I got I got a pity invite. I don't particularly like these people. This is ruining my Saturday. And then you you just rip and then you leave. Don't fart in an Uber. Why? If you if you roll the window down immediately afterwards, why? Turn it into a poober. <laughs> Best joke Kappa's ever made. Let the joke sit. You gotta let it shit, right? Isn't that I what couldn't Dan let says? it shit. I couldn't let it shit. Glenn's well, gonna love this episode. <laughs> I'm so sorry that I didn't let that shit. It, I, I should have let it, and, and I couldn't. We can just add a 20-second pause. We'll be right back. We got to recover for a second. <laughs> okay, everybody collect yourselves. Capo or Aaron, do you guys have a lobbying that we can venture in? Or, Barrett, do you want to go into your second I, I, lobbying? I have a lobbying. This may, I thought of a story that happened a few months ago to me that I forgot to share on here. So what is a time where you were in either an incredibly awkward situation or looking back, you realized it was an incredibly sketchy situation, but one that can be humorous at the same time. Hmm. I'll share mine while y'all, okay? 
Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. We need to see what, like, we're okay. All along right. the lines of what we're dealing with. Over the summer, my family went down to the beach. And we were leaving really early in the morning. And my daughter, we wanted her to sleep as much as possible. Because if you've ever taken a toddler on a road trip, if they're awake, it's not fun. When she woke up, we decided to time to eat breakfast. But we were in the middle of nowhere. So we stopped at this diner. And we're in there. And this old man comes in and he goes and sits down at the table kind of beside us. And then he walks up to our table and pulls a flower out of his pocket and was like, does your daughter want a flower? And I was like, oh, that's really nice. This lonely old dude is just trying to cheer somebody up. That's nice. So I was like, sure. Then all of a sudden he goes, what do you know about old money? Like in the middle of me eating and I, I thought he meant like old money versus new money. And I was like, I don't know too much. And he pulls a coin out of his pocket. He goes, that's a hundred year old coin right there. And he handed it to me. And I was like, wow, that's really neat. And I handed it back to him. And he goes, no, 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 no. Show your wife. So then I passed it over to my wife. Then a few minutes later, he orders food to his table, but then doesn't eat it and just wants it boxed up. And then we're starting to leave. And he says, hey, son, come here. I'm like, All right. Walk over there. And he's like, we go up there and ask how much my ticket is. And I was like, all right. So I go up to the counter. I'm like, hey, that dude in the back wants to know how much his ticket is. So then we're getting ready to leave again. And he goes, hey, son, will you help me carry this out to my car? And I was like, all right, sure. And so I start helping him out there, get to his car. Think of like the most stereotypical, sketchy, old white van you've ever imagined and that's mm-hmm. what it is and he opens the door and i'm just kind of like standing I, I keep my distance now granted i know good and well if he tried something i would be able to take this 75 year old man down in a heartbeat but i'm standing there and he goes oh shit i forgot my keys and wallet run back in there and get my keys and wallet and, and i'm really glad my wife and daughter are parked on the complete opposite side of the parking lot because i know he's not making it over there anytime soon so then i go back in there And he opens up his van door and it looks like literally like all I see are like stacks of duct tape and zip ties and the tarp. And I'm like, oh, my God, what the fuck? Anyway, he goes, hey, you want to see something? And I was like, oh, we really got to get going. And he goes, hold on, hold on. You ever seen a horse license plate? And I go, no. And he pulls out like the world's smallest license plate. He goes, got a horse license plate. I go, that's really cool. He said, go show your wife. And I walk over there and like Lydia's on the other side of the car. And I'm like, Lydia, say cool, really loud. And then we're going to get out of this parking lot as quickly as possible. And then she goes, that's so cool. Wow. (laughs) And I like run it back over there to him. And then he goes, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me show you something else. And I dipped. I've never left a parking lot so quick in my life. And Lydia goes, what was the deal and i told her and she was like like at the time i just thought it was like some nice old man and then the farther we got into it i was like oh this dude this dude's likely up to no good you're about to get chloroformed that was probably going to be his next little thing he pulled out of his car with some chloroform you want to see this handkerchief ain't this the coolest handkerchief you ever seen take a close look at it real quick (laughs) look look real close you can see you can see my great great grandpappy i was just (laughs) thinking because he kept on handing you things i'm like this guy now has Aaron's DNA in his possession. So oh, if, I didn't he, even think of that if he gets stopped for something and they like does for prints, they collect. Luckily, we recorded this. So we have, you know, an alibi. We have something that will yes. help you, uh, Aaron. So good job. 
Yeah. Good oh, Lord. Oh, and then we were leaving and he's behind us oh, on the no. road. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, like this dude's balling out of nowhere, no blinker, no break takes the hardest right turn into the trees. I don't even think there was a road there. Just tore off into some trees and back into the forest. Creepiest thing ever. That's like how most horror movies start off with. Like, yeah. is, isn't that like the Saw origin story? I kind of imagine. Yeah, literally this dude shows up and I think he's being really nice to my daughter and then he just is really strange. That's the perfect cold open for a scary movie, though. It's like exactly what you just described. It's cold open, and then it turns into like the seventy-five-year-old serial killer that does this crazy thing. Yeah, you just the, you just see me get chloroformed, and then I wake up duck tied in the back of a van that has just tarps on the walls. Well, it shows your, your this is horrible. It shows your family in there scared to death, and you're up on the wall like a, a moose or something. well i don't think we can top that story unless someone wants to try they've had maybe not a similar experience (laughs) i have have something so i talked about when i lived in new hampshire for four or five months wait question before you start can you verify that people actually live there other than yourself at the time No, I don't think anybody lives in New Hampshire. Okay. <laughs> I didn't think so either, but I'd always heard stories. There's like five people there. Um, but I, I, so I talked about before, I think I had, I had a job at, um, at a sports bar. And so the chef, um, and we got ended up, I didn't make it through the semester of school and I ended up changing where I was living at. Got the chef like, oh, you know, I got, you can stay in my basement. So you figure, you know, everything out. Hung out at his house and... And we just played video games. There wasn't, you know, much to it. And I would go to work. And I ended up changing jobs, but I was still staying with him. So one night I go to work and I come back and nobody in the apartment. And the apartment's like back in, it's like, it's, I don't have to say it's the woods because it's, it's New Hampshire, like Bristol, New Hampshire. If you look it up on a map, there's, it's not big at all. I get back to the house and nobody's there. I don't have a key because like I said, I'm just staying there. I don't actually live there. And I'd see that the window's open. So I'm like, okay, maybe they've gone out and they left the window open for me. So I go climbing through the window. And then I notice that the part of the window is on the floor. And so I go in and I'm like trying to figure out what happened. And then I, I realized somebody's broken in here. So I leave. I drive down to the to the restaurant. And, you know, I'm telling like, hey, something's going on. Turns out the team supposedly rent, rented the place. Um from a Hell's Angel member and his wife, estranged wife, uh, broke in and stole his computer equipment and all of his guitars out of the house. So like I went in there, I don't know if they were still in there or what the hell was going on, but like I went in there, noticed the crime scene and just left. And that was was so weird. He's like, yeah, I live in, a Hell's Angel member owns this house. And I'm just like, is this dude lying to me or is this like some of the weirdest thing? Like, I have no idea what happened. Like, after that, I left. It, it was a very strange situation. I was very sketchy. I don't think I, think I, I beat left. Aaron's story, but it was a weird one for sure. Yeah, I, I, I remember, and I remember having like a snick 
Rapper's Rapper. And like, I remember having the trash as I was carrying, climbing through the window and I dropped the trash and I'm sitting there thinking, I just left some trash here on a place that was, you know, like a, a B&E. Like, wh- what am I doing? But I mean, this is like, like I said, New Hampshire, their police station wasn't no bigger than like a T-Mobile store. So, <laughs> Wow. Oh, gosh. I moved up here from Baltimore. I, there's so much. That's, that's crazy. Sorry, guys. In the middle of that, I had a cat just come in and climb on top of shit and fall over everything. <laughs> oh, that, that, that story definitely fit the topic. That, that, it was weird as fuck, for sure. Yeah, so Bristol, New Hampshire. Um, don't visit, I guess. <laughs> Damn it. That was, that was on the top of my vacationing list. And now I'm going to have to strike that one. Yeah, you'll have to find some other northeast state, um, Vermont, Connecticut. Burlington. I go see the coat factory. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Burlington. Huh. Yeah. I've never been to a coat factory, but I could go, I, I would like to go there. <laughs> I do uh, look at an update. That's my boy. I don't know if you guys seen the movie where the He's like, you know, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, and he can process a, you know, math problem in his head. Like, I used to be really good at that. Like, I can, like you said, you see numbers, and the answers just come to you, but the work you're trying to explain, and, you know, like, I'll, I'll be dyslexic sometimes, so I'll be writing the work backwards if I'm trying to explain it, but I can have the exact answer in my head, you know, in my head or on paper or whatever. It's, it's weird how those things work. Did we lose that? I definitely, if y'all oh, want to do a simple math contest like they did on Stupidity, I would fuck y'all up in that. I don't think you would. I know I would. I know I would. I can almost guarantee you wouldn't. Wait, so like, as long as it's simple math, I got it. So like times tables, division, subtraction, addition. Yes, only those four. Don't give me no fucking foil. Don't give me no foil. I don't want to do any crazy exponents. Shit. Yeah, no mm-hmm. fractions. Fuck all that. I'm talking simple math. What about percentages? Can you do percentages? So yeah, I mean, like there are really percentages easy just ones. A percentage there are really easy ones that I remember, so I can like guess. I I don't know. That's hard to explain. I'll say yes. Yeah. 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 Let's go. Are we doing right, this? What, what, what's what's twenty percent of three hundred and twenty? Twenty-five or thirty-five. No. Yeah, thirty. What's twenty? Then what is what's it? What's ten? What's ten percent of three hundred and twenty? Ah, fuck. Thirty-two. Thank you. Okay, so double that. Ah, okay. All right. So no, there. I don't got percentages. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's one eleven, one oh nine, fifteen point two seconds left, and you got one free throw. What do you do? Got mash. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> it Who's numbers. shooting? Are we shooting the free throw down two? I thought I thought Steph uh, Steph Curry was shooting it, but it's a it's a side inbound. I don't know what happened. Wait, are we are we the ones down two right now? Um, yes, and we're going to be down four because we just stabbed Kevin Durant on the inbound. <laughs> oh my god! Fuck. That's not math. That's advanced analytics. We didn't sign up for that. 
and I re- and I think I have until the end of the segment to take anything back. I'm gonna rescind my comment of I would beat y'all in simple math contest. <laughs> well, we gotta throw one throw one out there for you to 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 redeem yourself. So we gotta give you a gimme. One sixty-seven minus eighty-six. He is looking into the camera. I can assume he's doing the mental arithmetic on this. Carry the one. Move that other thing over. What is that? Oh, I'll let Bear do it. One sixty-seven. What? No, this is a competition. 86. Damn! I sat back. What is it? Eighty-one. Else to answer. Yes. Is eighty-one? No, I was giving it to Barrett. I wanted him to redeem yeah, that's himself. That's what I thought you were doing, but he told me to go. So I was just like, all right, I can't watch him squirm anymore. I'm. I wasn't gonna do it. It's. It wasn't happening. What, all right. What's. What's sixty nine times two? One thirty eight. You could have easily just said nice, and I would have said that's twice as nice. Yeah, nice. Twice nice. as nice as the joke, fucker. Jesus, <laughs> Aaron. What are you doing? God. Sorry, you're right. My math is. The, I'm clearly the one that's that's not up to par in math. Okay, so dives, Okay, so really to to reiterate my first statement, nines times tables. I got y'all on nines times tables. <laughs> this is the easiest one besides tens and two. No, shut no, fuck off. <laughs> and fives. <laughs> and five, yeah, okay. It's the fourth easiest one. Hold on. Nine times five, Barrett. Forty-five. Oh my god. I know my fucking nines times tables, all right? What's nine times 111? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wait, no, nine, 999. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're trying to get me because I'm drunk. Yeah, I see what you're doing. <laughs> drunk math. Oh, gosh. I think sevens and threes are the easiest uh, multiplication tables because of football. Oh, well, that's true. People, I think people that don't even know their, their times tables, like, thoroughly, they scored five touchdowns without a, you know, without a uh, missed extra point. They were like, oh, 35. That's so actually, that's my dad actually taught me, that's the first time I actually was made to practice math was when we, I would watch football with my dad, and he'd always be like, all right, how many times do they need to score to tie or something like that? And I'd sit there and do the math. It'd take me forever, but. I get it. With uh, doing homeschool with with my kid, I'm um using analytics as like <laughs> math to like, kind of help him. Um, like get him interested in doing math. So I had like like all the formulas for like war, you know, like just even like the basic you know on base percentage and free throw percentage and all the different ones. So sabermetrics. Like, yeah, using using sports to try to you know teach teach the youth. That's what we do. See, this feeds into the a couple weeks ago we were trying to establish Capo as a as an NBA scout, you know, or a basketball scout. Eventually, getting to the NBA, but now if he can throw in onto the resume that he, you know, he can calculate certain analytics, I think that that helps him so much more in his pursuits to have a you know be in an NBA front office. So what we need to do is 
start our so you know how like uh two four seven and rivals have their recruiting rankings of high school prospects Mm -hmm. we can start our own website and we can take down two four seven or right i like rivals take down two four seven we already have our own website we can just add a new tab yeah i I mean yeah just capo's corner we'll call it that Hmm. you know i actually uh i had a brief job working for uh a scouting uh uh, network i don't know if i want to say their name on air but dream scouting network um i didn't know (laughs) I didn't know if it, basically you would go into and I would go into schools or whatever and I would try to like hey who wants to pay us to put your um your likeness in touch with other NCAA schools like they you, they paid us and we pushed them or advertised them so to speak I honestly I didn't like the basis of it because you know it was just all your kids that had money would just push themselves even if they weren't good but anyway, that's neither, neither here nor there. We we could come up with our own where we're promoting these kids. You know, we, we have our own ranks for no for no monetary gain because that's what we do. I we see could, I see every other player being from Bishop Sycamore High School. <laughs> we could we could make the colleges pay us to find them kids. Be like, you pay us and we'll go find you some good players. Cabo, if you find us, if you find one good scout, that can happen, or one good player. If you, I have sources. I think y'all really downplay the sources I have. I dropped Lane Kiffin was Ole Miss's next head coach twenty four hours before it was announced. I announced it on the Levitard show, and it just got brushed under the rug. Nobody wanted to give me credit for it. Anyway, do insider you know- Aaron, are you serious? I don't want to run over that. Yeah, that I did it happen. Lo- on the lab on the lower. Yes. It's Aaron I, I and the that. It's Aaron and the bouncer that called in to let them know that Shaq was coming. <laughs> They're alone on that island. <laughs> let me just get this out there. All the Tennessee fans, I don't know if y'all witnessed that atrocious behavior. Y'all can all kiss my ass. <gasps> Every single one of you. <laughs> all Slinging of you. A pill. Bunch of punk it <laughs> number one who brings a golf ball to a game <laughs> number two we're, we're who, do what now that was planned right because of the the basketball uh the time what was it um old miss threw stuff at tennessee no number one okay i was at that game nobody threw anything at tennessee in that basketball game once the game was over when the students were leaving They literally threw, like, shirts on the court. Nobody even threw it at their team. And it lasted two seconds. Tennessee threw shit at our team, directly at our team. Cans of beer, golf balls, mustard bottles for 20 minutes. 20 minutes. (laughs) They had that shit planned. That's insane. Bunch of punk-ass bitches. The mustard is what got me. It's like, damn, y'all brought – y'all snuck in some weight. Like, that's heavy. A full thing of mustard? I will say the funniest part of that whole thing was Cole Kubelik on the sidelines saying something about the jarring amount of vape pens that have been thrown onto the field. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's how you know it's, like, true. Well, no, because I think if someone had thrown their phone 
right? That would have been the true measure of your your rivalry, your passion, your your utter dislike and contempt for old Miss. Throwing a vape pen, that doesn't seem like so many other people did it. But if you were the one person that you're like, I'm chucking my phone. That's yeah, you know, instead of the water bottle, you're like, I think I could just, this will do more harm. This will show up. And it's like playing the Tennessee fight song as, as you're like throwing it out there. Right. But then, of course, that's how you get caught because it's going to be your phone. They're going to go take it to unlock it and they're going to be like, oh, you know, this is, you know, so-and-so did it. So what about like a shoe or a high heel? <laughs> <laughs> they're taking off the shoes and throwing them. Yeah. George, like like a George Bush instance. instance. <laughs> <laughs> Who throws a shoe? Ooh, here's Dentures. a lot. Florida players. Florida Dentures. players throw shoes. I wanted to ask. So yesterday, um, I got into a conversation with Jeff, and somehow we swerved into like heirs and heiresses. So you know how every now and then you'll hear that, oh, so and so heiress to the whatever fortune, heir to the whatever fortune. Yes. So I was like, what would be the funniest, like if, if you read and, you know, you, you were introduced to a person and they told you they were the heir or the heiress to a particular fortune, what would be the funniest one? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like me, I told them, imagine you're like at a cocktail party, black tie. And then they're like, hey, we're going to introduce you to, um, you know, Cynthia McGovern. She's the heiress to the flexial fortune. <laughs> The family that owns uh, what is that stuff? Boudreaux's butt paste. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> wow, that's a really nice private jet. I wonder who that is. Oh, that's the heiress to the Boudreaux's butt paste fortune. Oh, <laughs> it's like her license plate is like butt paste. I'm sure we could brainstorm some other ones, but those ones are really good. <laughs> I don't know if we can get better than those. <laughs> yeah, because he was telling me about how he he's he's like we were talking about the Wiener Wiener Schnitzel heiress. That would be a good one right there, but that would be solid. I was wrong. I was wrong. You got better. And how? Her license plate was Wiener Queen. <laughs> Wien. How do you get that many characters on a license plate? What? <laughs> Queen is like what? W Q N? Right? W? Why'd you put a W? It's the E's. What? I, look, I, I don't know how, how license plates work. <laughs> you put them on your yeah, car. Really. <laughs> <laughs> to show that you paid your registration tax. Yeah, you register your vehicle to your name. It, it's a concept far beyond me. I'm, look, I'm just trying to provide humor. Oh, but what, okay, or like the other one would be like, you know, the heir to the KY Jelly fortune, right? I was about to say Jiffy Lube like the garages, <laughs> but it, I would still laugh my ass off because it's a, Jiffy Lube's a funny name. J Lube. <laughs> Gloob. Gloob sounds gross. 
Or it would be goob, I guess. Also gross. I'm trying to think of just something that's I'm the heiress to the farmersonly.com. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> or if it was like or if it was like the heiress to like Bertoli and it was the whitest person you've ever met in your life. That would Italian. be funny to me. Yeah. Zero Italian. Their last name is like Smith. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's uh, Jacob Smith from Milwaukee. Reginald Smith the fourth. Cornelius. Oh. What are some other funny ones? Hmm. That's how I'm feeling. It's hard to beat butt paste. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where that came from either. <laughs> we did used to have to use that stuff a lot when oh our daughter was first born. It works miracles, I'm telling you. Yeah, I, I, it, it does. <laughs> Ring endorsements. I, 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 was to, I was trying to expand on the butt paste take, and they're like, no, it, it just does. It works. Hey, so if you want to sponsor us, yeah, we've got we've got fans. Buttay, Bart. I mean, we just get all up in there when talking about these problems. Oh, back to the farts thing. <laughs> is it also fair to say? Is it also fair to say on the farts thing that even if it is an inappropriate place for someone to fart when they do it, it is always funny, regardless. Oh my god, that's the funniest. Those are the funniest. <laughs> like it doesn't matter like as long as it's not me that's feeling the shame <laughs> it's Aaron, always when you funny. said church i immediately went back to when i was 10 years old and some old man farted next to me and i broke the service because of how hard i was laughing somebody <laughs> did it in my class the other day and it was so loud and everybody knew exactly who it was and instead of even trying to hide it they just get up and walk out of the classroom <laughs> No, you can't be that ashamed. They left. They left. So there's only two options. Either one, they felt great shame and they couldn't they couldn't sit there for themselves. Or two, they had to go check on something. Mm-hmm. What about I think a third one where like it was like a George Costanza. It was just so good they just had to get up and leave for the day. Like I'm out. Heart, I can't I top this. I peaked. <laughs> Nothing can beat this. So as we uh, draw to a close on our on our wonderful conversation that has covered farts, rivalries, funny heirs to fortunes, uh, attempted kidnapping, attempted kidnappings, not not visiting. Uh, where was it, Capo? New Hampshire. New Hampshire. <laughs> avoid avoid New Hampshire people. You know, and if you live in New Hampshire. Uh, DM us. Let us know that you're one of the five people that are in that state. We'd be happy to hear from you. Actually, after uh, this, uh, after the review that Capo just gave us, I'd rather not hear from them. <laughs> <laughs> but I think they were one of the states when it came to Ron McGill's uh, endowment. I think it was a uh, you know big fu to them, right? Ooh, was it New Hampshire? Hampshire? Fuck you! You got to hold on real quick on that. I have a bone to pick. No, fuck Mississippi. They didn't pay. Fuck I pay. I personally pay. And then he still went on and said, Mississippi hasn't given a donation yet. And I was like, yeah, you literally sent me a thank you letter back to my address in Mississippi. (laughs) 
I wanted I wanted no. my do- I, if I could Maybe. if I could get my donation back, I would have got my donation back. Maybe he thought it was Missouri. Well, there's a big difference in the two. Let me just tell you that. <laughs> not everybody, not everybody knows the abbreviations for the states. It could be an easy mistake by him. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Missouri, yeah, man, he just got it wrong. That's all. It, it probably is fuck Missouri, right? Like definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Facts. They booed Unity, didn't they? So yeah. Yes. I think that I think that was the right Kansas City because remember there's two of them and some people get confused. I still don't ever know. I still don't ever know which where they play if they play Missouri or Kansas. I, I have no clue. But get over yourselves. It's it's across the street from wherever the Royals play. Like Memphis, Memphis is technically Memphis is technically in Arkansas too, but they specify okay West Memphis is in Arkansas. Memphis is in Tennessee. Like do that with Kansas City. Do East Kansas City and West Kansas City. It's a very simple fix. Just get over yourselves, Kansas City. Okay. We'll do we'll we'll bust out a map of the United States, you know, the old uh Rand McNally, and we'll plot the points and you know, henceforth we will designate one of them East Kansas City and one West Kansas City. So stay tuned, audience, for that geographical update from yes. LTC. You guys are the best teammates ever. Thank you so much. I try to be. Oh, all right. In review. If Joe's retweeted you one time, I've retweeted you a thousand. <laughs> I've never retweeted you. I still think that the show the show retweet gave me way more of a high than any Kappa retweet ever has. Ooh, dang. But, oh, dang. I, I mean, I'm just, I'm talking fact, like, it's Colombian versus Jacksonville Coke. What are you talking about right now? Oh. So, uh, in review, screw Tennessee fans, the whole lot of you, and uh, Kansas City, get over yourself. Both yeah, of them. I mean, Pat Mahomes is clearly Valentin and Bristol and New Hampshire and Oh yeah, Maine. and New Hampshire. Stop being creepy. <laughs> Alabama was in there. Oh yeah. Well, that goes without saying. Yeah, fuck <laughs> Alabama. Zagaki. All right, bye friends.